With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To the things I believe in. My faith, your love, our freedom. To the things I can count on to keep me going strong. Yeah. America's the greatest country in the world. San Diego's America's finest city. Thanks for being here. This, oh, I just got an email from uh, someone wanting to know what the uh, what the auto company is, auto mechanic company that we uh, talk about in the show. And it's West Automotive Group, of course. But uh, thanks for supporting our sponsors. I'm super grateful for those emails because you know something happens. You're like, oh, I think Slater talks about someone who does something like that. Um, that keeps us on the air, and I really, really appreciate <clears throat> you doing that. Uh, let's talk about equity here because California is about to pass, the Board of Education is about to pass, some new uh, frameworks for teaching math. And they're getting rid, I'll just tell you up front, they're getting rid of all of the advanced, well, I don't wanna be that dramatic. Uh, they're getting rid of most of the advanced math classes because they're not equitable enough. Not enough black and brown kids in them, therefore we're going to get rid of all of them. So this is about equity. So let's back this up so we understand what where they're coming from. Surely you've seen the picture before of three people standing on, each one standing on a box at a baseball game. They're in the outfield of a baseball game looking over a fence. And they're each standing on one box. They, play, they show this picture at every single diversity seminar that exists. There's a really tall guy. He's standing on the box. He can see well over the fence. In the middle, there's a like a 15-year-old kid who is on one box, and he can just barely see over the fence. And then the third box is a little kid, and he, oh, he has one box, but he can't see over it. And they say that's equality. Everybody has one box. And then the next frame is equity. And the tall person doesn't have any boxes, and he can barely see over the fence just fine. Then the middle kid, he's got his one box still, and he can still see over the fence just as he could before. And the little kid now has two boxes, and he can also see over the fence. And isn't it wonderful? Now everybody can enjoy the baseball game. It's beautiful. Equity versus equality. They are not the same thing. Equality is equality of opportunity. Equity is equality of results. When these activists use the word equity, most people think they mean equality, equality of opportunity, which we all agree with, but they don't mean that. They mean something very, very different. Now, what they don't show you is the accurate portrayal if we're gonna talk in stupid cartoons. <laughs> what really happens in equity is the short person still has the one box. The middle person has no box, can't see over the fence either. And the tall person is now put down in a hole. So he's standing in a hole two feet down and he can't see over either and no one can see over the fence. That's how it works in practice because the government always, when they try to pursue equity, always ends up tearing everyone 
down, or at least the high achievers down. So now no one can see over the fence and they call that equality. So here's the latest equity in action. California Department of Education mathematics framework eliminates advanced classes. Why? Not enough black and brown kids in them. Therefore, they're racist. The classes themselves are racist. Got to go. I've been telling parents, telling you to get your kids out of public school immediately. Never send them back. Ever. Tomorrow. Don't send them there tomorrow. And one of the main rebuttals I always get back is, oh, Slater. They're not that bad. My kid is in the gifted and talented advanced honors program of school. And I've been saying this for about a year. I've been saying not for long. They're not because they won't exist. Schools will, I said this last year, I said schools are going to get rid of them entirely. And then your kids are going to be placed with all the other kids who can't read and can't do math all in the name of equity. And all the administrators who do this are going to pat themselves in the back for how noble and social justice they are. You have to understand how the left thinks. To the left, any disparate outcome is proof of racism. This isn't, I mean, this, like they say this, this isn't like my insight into this. This is what they say. Anytime there's a disparate outcome, it's proof of racism. I got my favorite example and then the Obama example. My favorite example, I've given it a million times, is uh, San Francisco. A disproportionate number of black people were jumping the turnstile for the subway, for the train, and we're getting tickets. Therefore, the law that said jumping the turnstile is illegal is racist because more black people broke it than white people. Therefore, the law was racist. So they got rid of the law, and now everyone can jump the turnstiles equally. Obama, I think it was in his last year of office, he said this is part of the um, restorative justice program. Any rule in school where a disproportionate number of black kids break it is a racist rule. So you had a disproportionate number of black kids being suspended. Therefore, you can't suspend anyone anymore. Or if there was a rule that says you can't hit your teacher and a disproportionate number of black kids hit their teacher, well, you got to get rid of the rule. So now everyone can hit their teacher and teachers were getting assaulted. <laughs> So you look at that and you're like, oh, well, clearly they're just going to keep going with that mindset. So anything that exists that's not equitable is racist. Clearly, they would keep going. And an advanced math class, let's say it's got uh, 10 Asian students, five white students, and three black kids. Oh, well, that's racist. Too many Asians, not enough black kids. So their solution is not to get to the root of that issue there. And to figure out why there's not more black kids. Because oh, that will get to very, some very uncomfortable things. Uh, so instead, they just, they're getting rid of all the advanced classes entirely. Uh, this is an email from Poway Unified. It was an email from Poway Unified. Let me pull it over. Uh, this is from uh, March 2nd. Um, changes include no longer offering gate gate is their, uh, gifted and advanced program. Poway unified, the great, the vaulted, the wonderful, amazing Poway unified. Um, changes include no longer offering gate or advanced classes in language arts, social studies, or science. 
Uh, all schools in Poway Unified have moved to a more integrated and inclusive approach towards meeting the needs of all of our students. Uh, in order to do this, our, all our learning environments must be safe, inclusive, innovative, and equitable. So that was a month ago, two months ago, March 2nd. Poway Unified getting rid of all their advanced classes. <laughs> Amazing. So I'll give you the exact number here. Um, this is the number of, so this is California gifted programs, 2004 to 2014, 32% of Asian students were in the gifted program, 8% of white students, 4% of black students, 3% of Latinx students, Latinx. That's the transgender inclusive term for Latino. So in the progressive utopian world, everything's got to be equal. It's got to be 20% of black kids, 20% of white kids, 20% of Asian kids, 20% of Hispanic kids, 20%, right? So because it's not, oh, traces, got to get rid of them. Because as Ibram X. Kendi said in his book, How to Be an Anti-Racist, bestseller, he said the only solution, this is a quote, the only solution to past discrimination is present discrimination and the only solution to present discrimination is future discrimination it's a quote from his stinking book so in a normal progressives world it's all got to be equal 20 percent, 20 percent, 20 percent. in an anti-racist world it's got to be 50 percent of advanced uh, 50 percent of black kids are in the advanced class and only two percent of white kids because we got to make up for historical injustices So there's your uh, public schools. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? You want me to tell you they're great? They're great. They're wonderful. Your kid's so fantastic. I'm sure he'll be fine. What do you want me to do? I don't get it. Like, like make, make the argument that this is a place you should send your kids when they don't have advanced classes anymore because to have an advanced class is racist. Eight five eight five two two, and that's that's California. This is the board of California State Board of Education. This isn't some crazy thing out of San Francisco. Although almost all of this comes out of um, ethnic studies professors from San Francisco State, but this isn't just the San Francisco school board. This is the entire state. Eight five eight five two two five seven seven five. Okay, now I want to come back and I'll give you some uh, quotes from the math framework itself. So you don't think I'm making this up. I got an email the other day from someone who said, uh, oh, Slater, you know, you said, maybe it wasn't said with this bad of an attitude, but I, this, <laughs> I think it was. Uh, you said that Poway doesn't have any more advanced classes. Cite your source. So I sent him the email that was sent out from the district office to parents. I don't know. You can tell the difference. If someone wants to know information, it's a totally different tone. It's like, oh, hey, Slater, love the show. Um, hey, you mentioned something about Power Unified. Do you have any more information on that? I'd really like to know more. I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, totally. But if it's, cite your evidence, sir. <laughs> someone with a bad attitude. 858-522-5775. I'll quote from the uh, upcoming math framework in the state of California coming up next so you know I'm not making it all up. That's what Slater's talking about. Uh, California Board of Education, which is going to uh, eliminate advanced classes in middle schools and high schools.
uh, statewide. But you go ahead and send your kids to public school. It'll be fine. Uh, Charlie said, if schools, if school advanced classes are racist, then the NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL are, are racist. Of course they are. Because it's based on merit, or right, or right. I mean, they're they're. But it's advanced. That's the point. It's advanced. You can't have anything advanced, ever. And that's actually one of the progressive utopian goals. I'll get to that in just a minute, Charlie. But let me just quote from the proposed mathematics framework, so you don't think I'm making it up. Uh, such labeling of gifted, gifted students has often led to fragility among students, as well as significant racial divisions. Ooh, we don't want anyone to feel bad. By the way, real quick, back to Charlie's point about sports. Uh, you saw this coming. When did the whole trend start of everyone gets a trophy? Was that like, like 10, 15 years ago? Was it the very beginnings of everyone gets a trophy? Oh, we don't want anyone to feel bad. Everyone wins. We don't keep score, right? This is the very beginning of like this equity thing. Uh, and it was like, it tied into self-esteem and all this. And here's the same thing. Oh, well, if you label some kids gifted, then other kids may feel hurt. They feel fragility. Well, tough. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. What do you want? Like work harder or something? Like, I, I don't know. That kid's super good at math. What do you want me to do? Cut off his head so he's not as smart? Right? Check out this dystopian line. This is from the framework. The school is using heterogeneous grouping. So that means no advanced classes, heterogeneous grouping, did so as part of equitable initiatives. And in both cases, the schools using heterogeneous, heterogeneous grouping reduced inequities during the time students were in school. Sure, how or by, in what way? Did they reduce inequity by lifting the bottom kids up or did they reduce inequities by tearing the top kids down? Because we're all equal. Just for a dramatic example, just for the sake of, uh, if you have $10 and I have a million dollars, right? We're, we're not, it's not equal. But if you, so, right, so there's two different ways we can make us equal. You can have $990,000 and I have a million. We're pretty equal. Or you have $10 and I have $20. We've, we've, in both ways, we're more equitable. But did we make, did we bring everyone down or did we bring people up? What do we do? And they don't say but we know what actually happened. Districts and schools must confront the structural inequities of tracking and ability grouping, again, advanced classes, and to strengthen their efforts to support all students learning along a common pathway. Common pathway. Isn't that amazing? Oh, no, 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 no. We don't have advanced classes anymore. We only have common pathways. Oh, that, that, that like guts me. <laughs> that's just like, that, sh that should, every single American should have a visceral reaction to that. Right? That should be so, and I know this is an overused term, but just like, it's un American. That's like an anti American, like, oh, all the same. Gotta all be the same. No one excels. And it's so weird because I know there's people like, oh, no, no, but we take care of everyone. Yeah, yeah, of course we do. But the kids who excel, the people who excel, the adults who excel, should be left to excel because the world is run by very, very smart people in a good way. We need people to be exceptionally smart and to thrive. Do you know how a cell phone works? I don't know how a cell phone works. I have no idea how a cell phone works. 
I don't want C students working at Qualcomm, right? I don't want, there, like there are no common pathway engineers at Qualcomm, right? They're the advanced students and good. Because a C student did not invent the cell phone. It took brilliant people to invent cell phones and it takes brilliant people to keep making them and advancing them and making them better and better and better. Not C students. Heterogeneous learners don't work at SpaceX or make advanced weapons for our military or invent vaccines, right? The two people who invented the MRAP, MRAP sorry, on the military thing, uh, mRNA vaccines, uh, they weren't C students. They were exceptional. So what do we do? We go, go back in time and uh, keep them down in the name of equality? Make sure that we're on a common pathway. Heaven forbid they get advanced. They're not the right race. Equality and equity should not be the goal. Yes, of course, we want to lift everyone up. And if we take efforts to lift everyone up, right, lift the lower achievers up, and, and if in the end things are more equitable, then okay, fine. But the real goal should be to lift the bottom up and give the advanced or super smart people the opportunities to, to, to really excel. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40, dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. For their benefit and for society's benefit, we all benefit from their genius. So we could give a million examples. Ah, uh, I don't like I, let's do the atomic bomb, right? The America did not invent the atomic bomb first because we had a bunch of average math students. The best movies are not written by average writers. The most beautiful pieces of art are not painted by average artists. The NBA is not made up of middle-aged, out-of-shape guys from the YMCA. It's not, it's not a basketball rec league. No one goes to the basketball rec. No one's inspired by the, the old guys with sore joints missing layups at the basketball rec league on Saturdays. We need people who can excel. And the left hates that idea. The, the, the far left, the activist left, they hate it for lots of different reasons. But jealousy is certainly one of them. I'll end you with this. I'm not going to end you. You will continue on after this. This will this end the segment. I mentioned this before. Uh, there's a short story by Kurt Vonnegut. It's called Harrison Bergeron. And it's set in the year 2081, which is not that far away. And it's about the 211th, 212th, and 213th Amendment to the Constitution. And it says that everybody has to be equal in every way. 
Everyone's got to be equal in every way. No one can be smarter. No one can be better looking. No one can be more uh, stronger than anybody else. And anybody who is, the handicapper general goes around and he forces beautiful people to wear masks and intelligent people to uh, listen to loud sounds in their ears all day to disrupt their thoughts, right? Because we mustn't allow them to use the unfair advantage of their brains. Strong people have these weights put around their necks and these, these like sandbags around their arms so that they can't move as quickly because we got to make everyone equal. That is a dystopian short story by Kurt Vonnegut, but you see where it's coming from. We're, we're doing that. I mean, t- tell, me where, tell me where we're not doing that to our kids in California right now who are smart kids by getting rid of advanced classes in the name of a common pathway, in the name of equity. And then please, I beg of someone to tell me why I should drop my kid off at a public school and why you should continue to do the same. 858-522-5775. Play. It's like just too long. Uh, Oh, so the one I just sent you on. This is Kamala Harris during the campaign. Mm, Start at like 25 on the one I just sent, and then we'll play the uh, Clarence Thomas one in just a minute. So this is Kamala Harris during the campaign talking about equity and the whole thing. Equity versus equality. If you're just tuning in, uh, Board of Education in Sacramento is going to vote on eliminating advanced classes in schools because they're not equitable enough. It's about giving people the resources and the support they need so that everyone can be on equal footing and then compete on equal footing. Equitable treatment means we all end up at the same place. There is equitable treatment means we all end up at the same place. Or as the Board of Education says, uh, we're all learning along a common pathway. Heterogeneous grouping. <laughs> um, this, says, uh, this is from the framework. Middle school students are best served in heterogeneous classes. So classes not separated by ability. So... But go ahead. I'd like honestly, someone please tell me why they you still send your kid to a public school. One eight hundred three 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 fifty one fifty seven. One eight hundred three 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 fifty one. No, that's not it. Eight five eight five two two five seven seven five. Sorry, that was the number of Kevin Lyons. Eight five eight five two two five seven seven five is our number. Or you can call Kevin Lyons and you get a, ask him about a refinance on your mortgage, or talk to him about equitable treatment. But I'd love it too if you called us and talked about equity in schools. Eight five eight five two two five seven seven five. So let me, let me tell you more about this Harrison Bergeron story. It's super powerful. There's a short uh, like movie, it's like 30 minutes from, uh, about this called 2081. You can watch that if you want. You get the clip notes. But here's the Harrison Bergeron story. Harrison is seven feet tall. He's a genius, handsome, athletic, brave. I mean, a lot like yours, Drew. He's in jail. Why? Why is this guy in jail? Why is Harrison in jail? For being these things. He's literally in jail because he's tall, handsome, 
smart, athletic, and brave. His existence is inequitable. He, his existence is creating inequality for the whole of American society. So for that, he's been jailed by the handicapper general. In jail, he's been handicapped to eliminate any of these unfair advantages to, you know, make things more heterogeneous. Let me get an exact definition of heterogeneous. It means the same, but let's uh, let's see what heterogeneous is. That's uh, the math. Let's see, hetero. No, homogenous would mean the same. Hmm. Heterogeneous, diverse in character or content. So why do they call it heterogeneous classes? Sorry, I'm trying to get into the brain of a progressive here. Sorry, I, I, I got I, I got all I got all twisted. Homogenous would be would mean the same. Heterogeneous would mean different. So middle school students are best served in heterogeneous classes. Oh, so what that that must in their world that must mean classes of kids with different abilities, but in the same class as opposed to separating them. That must be it. Oh, geez, what a weird... See, every once in a while, you got to go into the, the mind of a progressive to make sense of their language. you got to decode what they're saying. Uh, so um, Harrison has unfair advantages. So he has to wear headphones that play super loud, ear-piercing sounds to prevent him from thinking deeply. He has to wear thick glasses that give him headaches and also make it hard to see. He has to wear this rubber prosthetic nose to make him ugly, and he black they blacken his teeth. And he has to wear these weights around his neck to keep him from moving quickly and, and being strong. So he breaks free from all this. He escapes from prison, and he goes to the ballet. So at this ballet, the music's terrible, right, because no one can be exceptional, so the music's just bleh. And these beautiful dancers are weighed down, so they can't jump tall, jump high, and they're all wearing these really ugly masks because they're beautiful. So he escapes prison, gets into this ballet, and he gets on stage and he rips the mask off one of these beautiful dancers. Now, Harrison's dad is at home watching TV, and he also has to wear these weights. But he has resigned, he's older, right? So he's resigned himself to his fate. And he's convinced himself, or the propagandist convinced him, that life is better now with the handicapper general and the 213th Amendment. Life's better now than it was back in the day because back in the day, everyone was fiercely competitive. You know, everyone was trying to win and gain an edge and, and it was just too much. And it's just, it's just easier now. It's just easier to, to listen to the experts Follow the guidelines and just go go with what what our elites say. Did we just talk about this yesterday? Losing who we are, losing our uh, you know the cultural part of our culture used to be to go tell the government to pound sand, and we used to be risk takers, and we're just not those things anymore. We haven't been for a long time, and COVID made it way worse. So his dad's watching on TV, and then he gets up. And he leaves the TV right as Harrison rips off her mask. And then when he rips off her mask, everything opens up. The musicians begin to play beautiful music again. 
all the dancers are, or no, excuse me, uh, Harrison and this dancer, they're, they're dancing beautifully. Like he's throwing her super high in the air and everyone in the audience, they can't believe what they're seeing. And then the handicapper general busts in through the doors with a shotgun and he shoots and kills Harrison and the girl. And the musicians put their handicaps back on again and they start playing mediocre music again as if nothing happened. Now Harrison's mom sees this happen on TV. Right? Dad steps away, doesn't see it. Harrison's mom sees it and she's crying. And then the dad comes back and asks what's wrong and she says, nothing, I forget. And then they go back to their normal, very comfortable, equal lives. So it's called Harrison Bergeron by uh, Kurt Vonnegut's short story. And you can see the dystopianness of it, right? It's terrible. Obviously exaggerated to prove a point, but I mean, how much different are we really? You have an exceptionally smart kid in a public school, your kid. And where we used to put this kid in some advanced math classes, now they don't exist. What good is that for anyone? What good is it for that, for your kid? No good. And it's no good for our country. It's no good for our society. No good for our economy. It's no good for the, the lower achieving kids either. It's not good for anything. It's not good for anything or anyone. The only thing it's good for is the false god of equity. Equity loves it. Equity thinks it's great because equity doesn't care. <laughs> equity doesn't care how you get equity. It just cares that you're equal. Doesn't care how you do it. And there were two things, there were two reasons why I knew this was coming. We mentioned earlier, the, it was the Obama ruling. I forget what it was, it was called something. It was, it was called like the Dear uh, Obama. It was like the Dear something letter. Dear colleague. Yeah, Dear colleague letter. You can Google it. Uh, and it talks about disparate outcomes. Any disparate outcome is racist. So again, you can't hit teachers. That's the rule. Well, a disproportionate number of black kids were hitting their teacher and therefore getting suspended. Oh, well, that's a racist rule. So now you got to get rid of that rule because the rule's racist. So it's like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? And they got rid of that. Now all heck broke loose in the classrooms, you know, massive disruptions, teachers saying they're scared to go to work. We talked a lot about that a couple years ago. So that was the first thing. And the second was there's, there's been this massive push from the left from the activists, right? I shouldn't say from the left, although yes, but from uh, education activists, like in our university systems, making people feel bad for sending their kids to a private school, shaming parents for sending their kids to a private school, for giving them advantages. How dare you? How dare you take money away from the public school system? Meanwhile, they themselves, of course, don't send their kids to the public schools, but you must. So that was a couple years ago when that really gained steam. And, and I, of course, refused to feel bad for giving my kids the best opportunities that I can give them for their intellectual success and for their moral growth. I refuse to feel bad about that. You cannot shame me for wanting to give my kids the best life possible. You could try. It will not happen. <laughs> you will not be successful. And of course, I'll help others too along the way. My very first step in helping others is to tell you to get your kids out of the public schools entirely right now, immediately. Phones are always open for anyone who can give me one reason why your kids should remain in public schools.
I'll come back with um, this Clarence Thomas clip from the year 2000 on this topic. We'll do it next. 858-522-5775-858-522-5775. I got this great speech here from Milton Friedman. But let me just do this Clarence Thomas video. This is Clarence Thomas back in the year 2000, ancient history. What is justice? Is there a way to really have justice for all? You know, that is a really nice big question, and I'm glad somebody asked it because I don't think anybody really has the answer. And the closest most of us can come to it is to apply one set of rules for everybody. I don't know... I really do not know how you do the calculus when you start sorting people out and you start saying, as they did in South Africa, as they do in countries that have caste systems, a certain number of rights for you, a certain number of rights for you, and certain for you. Look, I grew up under segregation where you could go to that movie and I couldn't go. I still haven't seen a James Bond movie because the rule was I couldn't go. One set of rules for everybody. We're in this thing now, this sort of hysteria, where everybody is claiming a different set of rules. I don't know how that's justice. I don't know how to do that calculus. Uh, the, I don't know how you, you, you all played Grambling last week. Well, why didn't you give Grambling some points? You beat them 52 to nothing. Is that justice? Why didn't you change the rules midway through the game and give them a chance? <laughs> Not perfect. So this was so wild. Everyone knows what equality means. Everyone deeply understands merit, excellence, beauty, all these wonderful things. We love them, right? When you when you go on a you go travel to Europe or something, you go and see the sights. You go see the beautiful things, right? You go, you go, you go to Rome, you go to Italy, you go to uh, uh, St. Peter's Cathedral. You go see La Pieta. You don't go to the, the ghetto and admire the dumpster in the back alley, right? You go, like, we understand, like, we go see beautiful things. We go see amazing athletic performances. The Olympics are coming up, right? No one watches the WNBA. You watch the Olympics. You watch the best of the best, and you love it when people win. We get this, but for whatever reason, well, I know the exact reason, the progressives come in and they uh, they want to brainwash you to destroy that out of you in the name of, and they, they manipulate your kindness. We'll have to do this maybe tomorrow, but Milton Friedman wrote some great stuff about this, um, about how equality meant equality before God, not equality of outcome. Coming up next, we're talking about the uh, ruling from this like pseudo Facebook council about banning Donald Trump. We'll do that next. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.